podcast designed to help women go from mediocrity to queen status. I'm your host, Fallon, aka the queen of captivation. I'm an intuitive business coach and a wellness professional. Each week, I am going to talk to you about creating a life and business of your dreams. Tune in to learn how mixing the work with the woo will help you create a life that is truly fit for a queen. Hey queens, welcome to this week's episode of Captivation Radio. So I have to tell you, this is my second time recording this because my laptop decided that it hates me today. And I spent all afternoon trying to get it to record at my office and half of the recording dropped out, which means it did not record like two minutes at a time of what I was saying. So I'm starting over. I thought you guys would like to know. Things do not always flow smoothly over here on my end. So for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about a recurring theme I've been seeing on people's social media posts. And this is that thought that we have to live our lives a certain way. And that we're just stuck living these lives that don't make us happy. Some people believe that they must live this way because of social conditioning and others because they're just too scared to take a chance and change the way that they live. And this is often because of lack of confidence, underconfidence, self-doubt, whatever you want to call it. So I want to talk about the impact that confidence plays in your life, how we can build our confidence, deal with the lack of confidence, and what you can do until you really reach that level of confidence that you want to have in your life. So let's talk about the impact confidence plays in your life and what confidence really means. So confidence is that feeling that you are sure of yourself and you trust yourself to do various things. You can be confident in one area and not in another. Confidence isn't like an all or nothing thing because there's many different categories you can be confident in, different skill sets, all different things. And then on the other hand, you have self-doubt, which causes people to hold back from taking new chances because you are scared. Self-doubt will have you believing that you are never going to be or do anything more than you are right now at this moment. And sometimes self-doubt will even creep in and have you questioning whether you are even good enough to be doing things that you already do. That is how crazy our minds can work. Like We can be at a job right now that you've been at for five years and you still might question stuff that you know you know how to do and be like, do I really know what I'm doing? That's self-doubt. Underconfidence is the thing that causes us to feel like we can't ask for a raise at our job or that we can't charge an appropriate rate for our products or services. It can cause us to believe that we should stay at a nine to five job that we hate. It can cause us to avoid doing the one thing we know we need to do to get our business growing. It can cause us to settle for a relationship that's not fully satisfying. 
if you are living a life that does not make you fully happy, that I'm willing to bet that there's an area in which you're lacking confidence and therefore holding yourself back. So how do you deal with it? If you are lacking confidence in one or more areas, what are you going to do? The first thing you need to do is acknowledge self-doubt when it arises. We don't want to ignore those feelings as they come up. Ignoring our emotions gives them more power. The more we ignore our emotions and try to dampen them, ignore them, put them in a box somewhere, the stronger they get. But if we acknowledge them as they arise, name them, feel them, and then think about the cause, they really will begin to have a less of an impact on your life. It's just like when you're in kindergarten and you have to pick like your smiley for the day. I'm happy face, sad face, angry face, whatever, bored face. This is what I am today. We have to do that as adults too. We might just wake up and be like, ugh, I feel yuck. But what is that feeling that you're feeling? Are you anxious about trying something new? Are you bored? Do you need to do something new? All of these different feelings we have, we just need to figure out what they are. So if you're trying to do something else and you feel like, oh, I can't do it. What is that feeling? Is it really a feeling like I don't know what I'm doing? Because that's okay because you can learn. Or is it feeling that I'm scared to step into a new place? And you can say, it's okay to say, I'm scared. I've never done this. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. It's okay to feel that. Whatever you feel is okay. Some anxiety is natural. Everybody has some anxiety. I know people would like you to believe everything is rainbows and flowers, but it's not. Everybody has some anxiety. Because trying new things is scary. And when we look at the cause, sometimes we can see that we tried to do something we didn't succeed. Or we tried to do something and someone told us we weren't good enough to do it. Or we talked about doing something and somebody told us we were wrong. You're wrong for wanting to do this this way. This isn't how you do this. And so in our minds, we knew we wanted to do it that way. And we let somebody else come in and tell us that we can't do it that way. So now we have doubt around this situation. If you can trace it back to the root cause, that is amazing because then you can go back and you can say, you know what? I'm not here for this. This is not true. Just because I didn't do it perfectly the first time doesn't mean I'll never be good at it. Just because Susie said I was not good at it doesn't mean I'm actually not going to eventually be good at it. Just because Susie said I shouldn't do it this way or I should do it her way doesn't mean I have to listen. When we can trace where the doubts come from, it's really easy to get over them. And another thing that makes a huge difference that I talk about all the time and I'm just going to keep talking about all the time is treating our mistakes as learning experiences. We're all going to make mistakes. 
We're all going to fail from time to time. And that is okay. That is the only way that we grow. Without taking chances, you will never know what you are capable of. And you will always remain right where you are. And some people are okay with that. If you're okay with that, then that's the way you want to live your life. I'm not going to judge you. But I am not one of those people. Complacency is not my jam. I need to be doing new things all of the time. And I'm guessing if you follow me and you listen to me, you feel the same way. Otherwise, I would probably annoy you because I do not like to do the same thing day after day. So what can we do? To start building that confidence. I want you to understand, and we talked about this before on previous episodes, but maybe you didn't listen. So I'm going to tell you again. Confidence defined really is competence. Confidence in different areas means how competent you feel, because it's not necessarily how competent you are, but how competent you feel in any particular area. Often we equate confidence with how a person shows up in the world. Like a woman posts a pic in a bikini and we all say, oh my God, you're so confident. In reality, she's confident about her body or she's exhibiting confidence in her body. And this doesn't mean she's confident overall. In other situations, people are willing to stand up and speak their mind on social. I might be one of those people. (laughs) I'll just say anything. And then we say, you are so confident. And in this case, they may be confident speaking on this subject. It doesn't mean they're confident in everything. We see a sliver of people's lives and we assume how they feel the rest of the time. And it's not necessarily accurate. So what we have to understand is when people display this confidence It's either because they are confident in that area because they've been practicing at it or it's just appearances. And we shouldn't want that to get to us and make us feel not as good about ourselves. So what I want you to do is just start working on building your own confidence. And... What can you do while you work on your confidence? So this morning, my friend Megan sent me a TikTok that goes so well with my subject this week. And in this video, the woman said she felt uncomfortable billing people and or reminding people that they needed to pay their invoices. And her solution for this, I thought was genius, was to create an email to send the invoices from an accounting email. This way, the clients are receiving the invoice from the accounting department, and that made the woman not feel uncomfortable sending them. And I think this is genius because this is a way to practice without feeling all the pressure. And as the time goes by, your confidence will grow And you won't really have to rely on an alter ego, even if it's just an email, to help you get by doing these things in your business. Now, my next piece of advice is probably going to be frowned upon by some coaches. 
But when you first start out, I want you to charge what makes you feel comfortable. Not what makes not what your worth is cuz I hate, hate that. What makes you feel comfortable? What are you comfortable charging people for your services? And you know what? That might mean that you grossly undercharge a couple of people. That is how you learn that you are not comfortable working for a certain rate. When I first started, people told me I had to charge amounts that I wasn't comfortable charging. Like let's say people want you to charge $10,000 for your first client. Do you feel comfortable charging somebody $10,000 when you have no proven results? Because I didn't. At this point, I would feel comfortable charging someone $10,000. Will I charge someone $10,000 at this point? No. And it's not because I don't feel comfortable doing that. I'm Not that I don't feel confident doing that. But because I have the confidence to know that the rate I charge has nothing to do with the value of my services. I like to be able to help people that are in more beginning stages of business. So I like to make my rates compatible with that. And you can make decisions like that yourself. You can start as a Start at rates that don't feel scary to ask for and just raise your rates as you gain confidence and hold your rates at a <laughs> rates at a rate that makes you feel good about it. And you can, once you have that confidence from practicing, you won't feel bad when you have to defend what you're doing and you will get more confident for sure. Without a doubt, if you do it, you will get more confident. Because the biggest thing to remember is while you're working on your confidence in any one certain area is you just start where you are and then you take baby steps. You do not have to completely overcome self-doubt in one day. Anyone that tells you that you should just wake up and be completely confident and positive about your abilities has not done the work themselves. Confidence and practice go hand in hand. You cannot get around doing the work in this area or in any other area. You cannot just wake up and be fake positive. You can put on a front to the world, but in your mind, in your heart, you are going to know that you are a fraud. Because nobody is completely happy, completely positive, completely competent all of the time. And nobody is all of these things without doing any work. Confidence is an area that you have to continually practice in. And every time you start a new skill, you're going to have to practice at it. When I started podcasting, I was not confident. I was scared. And I wasn't scared because I didn't want people to listen to me. I wasn't scared because I was scared to talk to people because I love talking. I was scared because I never did it before and it felt weird. And that's how every new thing is. Every new thing feels weird at first. And it feels scary because it's new. Everything new feels different, feels scary, makes you a little anxious. But you practice and you get better. And that's really all it takes to be confident in any area is just to practice. And practice with a tiny little step at a time. If you feel like you dress too conservative, conservatively, 
I don't like to say the word conservative, apparently, then (laughs) you can practice by, you know, adding some bright accessories. Try like a top that's a little bit more daring. You can do little things at a time until you feel better about it. You don't have to go from being completely covered up to wearing a bikini on the internet tomorrow. That's not realistic. I mean, you can if you want to, but little steps are all you have to do. You want to start doing videos, you can do, you don't have to go live for an hour. You can record a one minute video, a 30 second video and put that up. And you can work your way up as you go along. You can start by doing videos with other people and then work your way up. Everything you do, you can do step by step. Nobody expects you to be perfect at anything overnight. You might expect yourself to be perfect, but nobody else is expecting perfection. So I want you guys to tell me where is an area that you are lacking confidence and what do you need to work on? So message me and let me know and I will help you work on it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this episode was as good as the one I recorded earlier. (laughs) All right. I love you. Bye.